Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. Hello and welcome to the Weekly Outlook at XM.com. I'm Maria Pachardavis and joining me is Lead Investment Analyst Rafi Boyajian. We'll be reviewing the week ahead. So Rafi, the highlight next week will be on the FOMC meeting on Tuesday and Wednesday. It seems as though the highly contagious Delta variant is complicating matters even more during a time when Fed policymakers are already grappling with a tapering decision. What are we likely to hear next week and how might the US dollar and Treasury yields be affected? So Maria, although we're not expecting uh, any changes from the Fed uh, next week, it is uh, there's a lot of uh, anxiety around this meeting because uh, we might get more uh, d- decisive signals around uh, tapering. Uh, so it's not clear to what extent they will hold tapering talks, uh, but we're certainly uh, expecting that they will uh, hold at least, uh, they will take those discussions somewhat further than they have done already because up until now they were mainly thinking about tapering and in July uh, we could see the Fed actually starting to talk about tapering. Um, but the question is, uh, are we going to get any explicit, explicit signals uh, about how soon are we going to get that uh, decision on tapering? Uh, there's a lot of uh, speculation that it could come at the August uh, Jackson Hole Symposium, uh, if not then at the latest at the September uh, meeting. meeting. Uh, but this escalation of the Delta variant has added some uncertainty uh, to the July meeting because it could provide uh, the doves within the FMC an excuse to stay cautious and delay t- a decision on tapering until much later in the year. And the other point is that we might not get much details until the, the minutes are published. Uh, so uh, that puts even more focus, of course, uh, on uh, Jerome Powell's uh, press conference on Wednesday. Okay, now we'll also get a barrage of data, including the advanced GDP report and PC inflation. Is there anything specific we should be watching out for? So it is indeed going to be a heavy data week. The GDP numbers will probably confirm that the US economy recouped all the lost output from the pandemic in the second quarter. And we might even get stronger consumption and personal income figures for June, which uh, would be supportive uh, of the dollar. Uh, but the main problem, uh, main focus uh, rather, will be on PC inflation on Friday. Now the month on month rate is expected to accelerate again by 0.7%. Uh, and if it were to come even and even stronger than that, we might see a few inflation jitters towards the end of the week, uh, and which would probably uh, spark some volatility uh, in the bond markets. Overall, though, uh, the dollar will mainly be uh, swayed by what the Fed uh, says about tapering and, of course, on the broader uh, risk sentiment uh, in the markets. Moving over to Australia and Canada now, policymakers there will also be scrutinizing inflation. What will that mean for the Australian and Canadian dollars, respectively? So the inflation data will have significance, but may not necessarily change anything as far as the policy outlooks are concerned for the RBA and the Bank of Canada. Now, in Australia, CPI is expected to shoot up to 3.8% on a yearly basis, well above the RBA's upper target band of 3%. But given the recent lockdowns announced in Australia, which are bound to hurt the economy, the RBA is now even more likely to say that it will overlook temporary spikes in inflation. So it might not get a huge deal of reaction in the Australian dollar. Uh, Inflation in Canada, though, is already above 3%, but even there, uh, 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 it's unlikely what the how it would affect BOC policy because uh, in Canada, for the time being, the growth picture remains 
quite positive. Uh, we're also going to have monthly GDP prints. So uh, if uh, even if we were to get stronger than expected numbers, uh, it probably won't mean that the BOC will taper more quickly uh, because the global outlook has become more uncertain and uh, and that is itself is weighing on oil prices, uh, which is also uh, which has also been dragging the the loony quite uh, down significant uh, quite uh, sharply down in in recent sessions. Okay, turning to the euro area now, we'll get flash estimates of July inflation and second quarter GDP. But how important will these be against the current backdrop where virus cases are rising in some member states? And what reaction might we see in euro dollar? So the GDP data for the second quarter is expected to be uh, very positive. Uh, the year-on-year rate, we could see an expansion of uh, 13%. Uh, and we should also see inflation nudging back up to 2%. But as far as the ECB is concerned, it's not. it's got a long way to go before achieving its inflation criteria. We just had the ECB meeting in the past week, and uh, Christine Lagarde made several references to the Delta variant. So we know that they are worried about it. The situation, though, isn't so bad in every Eurozone country, but the ECB looks set to remain cautious for the foreseeable future, especially following the completion of its strategy review where policymakers decided to make their 2% inflation target symmetric. Uh, so Eurozone rates look set to stay in negative territory for even longer now, and this is likely way on the Euro dollar at least for the rest of uh, this year. Rafi, thanks so much. And thanks for joining us with XM.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.